The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. Now, here's your host, Reverend Anna Schaus. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth and recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, and I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Thank you for listening. I'm very glad that you're here. We've got another great program for you. I know you're going to enjoy it and learn a lot and be inspired. So, again, glad you're with us today. And thank you also for liking Spirit of Recovery on Facebook. We've got a Spirit of Recovery Facebook page. Thank you, too, for sending me your emails, for letting me know what's happening for you in your spirituality and recovery walk. And thank Thank you so much also for letting your friends and the people in your spiritual communities, your community, your recovery communities uh, know about us here on UnityOnlineRadio.org. And uh, it's, it's great. It's great to have our listening audience expanding and getting the good word out to people so that they too can be inspired. I'm glad to know that what we're doing is making a difference for you in your life, that the guests I'm bringing you are... Uh, And I I really should revise that. Spirit brings them. It's amazing how these guests um, come. Yes, I have to reach out, but truly, God is bringing them, and I'm grateful for that. My higher power brings them along in amazing ways. So uh, what's happening is I know that they're touching your heart and opening your mind, and it's, it's a great thing. Every week, we talk about topics that are important to the recovery community with guests who are down to earth, knowledgeable, and innovative. My guests are always people who are in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people. And recovery is a broad term. It can cover a lot of things, and you'll find that out today. Um, and uh, the guests are always bringing you practical information that you can use and lively discussions that get you thinking. I want you to know that you can listen to Spirit of Recovery in a variety of ways. You can obviously listen live via your computer, via your smart device. You can go to Stitcher.com and download their app. You can search for Spirit of Recovery. You can um, go to iTunes. If you have an Alexa-enabled device, you can ask Alexa to play Unity Online Radio and uh, at tune in. And so, you know, there are a lot of ways to listen. You can also listen to archives. We've got lots of uh, wonderful podcasts. Go to unityonlineradio.org slash program slash spirit of recovery and you'll find years worth of really inspiring programs. I also want you to know that Spirit of Recovery is a welcoming place so that if you're a person that's in recovery from any kind of an addiction or if you're the family member or friend of somebody that's got the disease of addiction, you're really welcome here. Or if you're just curious about what addiction is, what recovery is, how spirituality is all a part of that, I'm very glad that you're here. You're welcome. Of course, as a listener, you're welcome if you've got a comment or question to email that in or call it in for my guests and on their topic, and we'd be happy to address that. I always want people to know as well that um, just as there are recovery programs and recovery processes and, and all kinds of support for people that have um, substance addiction or what we call behavioral addictions, um, there's also lots of uh, support for family members and friends. That There are recovery programs and lots of support for families and friends. So uh, recovery is a big tent and everybody's welcome. 
You can, if you are uh, would like to support financially Spirit of Recovery and the many other great programs on Unity Online Radio, you are welcome to do that. And you can do that easily with a one-time donation or an ongoing donation. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone and you can financially support this nonprofit radio station. So again, my name is Anna Schaus and I am your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a Unity minister and also an addictions counselor. Um, I'm also a person who has in my own circle of love and friendship many people with the disease of addiction. And this month of May 2017 is my 36th recovery birthday um, as a friend and family member of people that have the disease of addiction. So I am majorly grateful um, because uh, addiction in those that I love was a catalyst for me to wake up and to get on my spiritual path and to um, begin to develop myself and, and make a connection with a higher power. I'm so grateful for that. It's completely changed my life. And um, ever since that point, um, my walk has been an integration of unity and recovery principles, and that keeps transforming my life. And keeps me growing. So I am delighted and grateful um, to have the opportunity to share these ideas about recovery and spirituality with you. And also to hear what you're experiencing in your spirituality and recovery walk. Today, our program is Let It Shine. And my guest is uh, Reverend Joanna Gabriel. Every person is, a, is God's light, human form. And recovery is about discovering that light, uncovering that light, and letting that light shine. And as I said, my guest, Reverend Joanna Gabriel, um, is a person who is a survivor and a recovering person, not from substance addiction, but from other things. And it's the same process. Um, No matter what the ism is, the process of recovery is so similar, so we can share a lot of things. So, uh, Reverend Joanna is a survivor of classism, sexism, and racism, and she'll be sharing with us about what that means and um, how the tools that she uses. She also has overcome cancer, mental health issues, and two rocky marriages, so she definitely has um, much life experience, much wisdom, and lots of joy um, in discovering, uncovering, and letting her light shine. She's a retired Unity minister. She's also a hospital and hospice chaplain. She is a powerful singer and an inspiring songwriter. And uh, she is happier and emotionally healthier at age 71 than she ever has been in her life. She also, along with a colleague, and she'll be sharing with us about this too, has um, uh, an endeavor called Global Harmony. It's a nonprofit uh, ministry. She has a blog talk uh, radio program, and she also uh, has a Facebook page, Global Harmony. So she'll be sharing with us what that's about. It's a great, really great endeavor about living from a place of peacefulness. So today, uh, Joanna's going to be sharing with us again about how she is in this recovery process and about her star power process that has helped her um, and that she uses in her recovery. So welcome, Joanna. I'm very glad that you're here today. Well, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. And I must say, congratulations on your anniversary. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's, I, I'm amazed. Yeah, I'm just amazed and really, really grateful. So right. thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. And, and I've known uh, you for a long time. We met yes. years ago, I think, when I was in ministerial school and you were already, had already graduated and been ordained, but uh, it was great. So it's a joy. Uh, to have known you these many years and and to have this uh, connection today, so thanks for saying yes to being well, here. Well, this is a, this is a joy for me and a very unexpected happy surprise to be asked to do this. And I'm and I know that as I open myself to the spirit of love, that those things that I might share may bless someone out in Radio Land. So I'm thankful for the opportunity, and let's just see what happens. All right, it's going to be good. <laughs> so, um, the and as I said, it, you know that it's, your situation is not one of substance addiction. Um, yet again, all the other isms are 
are similar in, in the recovery process. They may look a little different on the outside, but, but kind of the basic issues are the same and the recovery process is the same. So would you tell us uh, a little bit what drew you into living uh, a spiritual life? To, I know you're very committed to your spiritual development and growth and your ministry and all that. So what was the, how did you get engaged in your spirituality? Well, first let me just make a correction in terms of addiction. I have spent a lot of time in overcomers, uh, um, you know, overcoming eaters anonymous, um, oh, okay. working, working with food. And so um, that's part of my recovery as well. And I, and I just wanted to correct that. So Thank food you. is a yeah, that's important. <laughs> Right, and I've spent some time in the room, the 12-step rooms, in uh, Overeaters Anonymous, okay? All right, um, good. So, to answer your question, what drew me to live a life of, on a spiritual basis, I think I have to say that the seeds were planted in my childhood because I grew up in a Christian family, a well-known family in Toledo, Ohio, and that there were a number of ministers and gospel singers in my family. My grandfather founded two churches, and there are several ministers in my mother's family. My mother uh, was one of 12, and there were two singing groups in that family, and they went around singing with my grandfather. So there was never a week that would go by that we didn't hear some kind of music, and my uncles and aunts come over all the time, and they would break out into gospel singing. And, of course, we spent a lot of time um, in church. Um, I grew up in the Baptist tradition um, and got a lot of, lots, a whole lot of um, growth from the, the, the times there. Um, when I think about uh, the traveling that I've done in mind and body in the last 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, uh, the word comes to my mind is a journey. I believe that life is a journey, and that most important part is not getting to the destination, um, but the events that happen along the way. You know, uh, you've probably heard this, too, that that someone said that the longest journey that we can take is a journey between the head and the heart uh, to become authentic. And so I spent a lot of time uh, trying to find who I really am. And I'm, I'm not alone in when I say that I've experienced traumatic experiences like incest and rape and mental illness and physical illness, racism poverty, the welfare system, rejection, and divorce. All of those. I experienced the death of families and friends and lots of grief. So any of those things could have, they were enough to to ground me for life. I could have just been down for the count, but I survived, and and I praise God for that. I praise God for putting in me the desire to be a spiritual seeker. Now, I didn't always know that restoration and healing were available. Uh, I knew that flat tires could be fixed. (laughs) I knew that lube jobs could fix up cranky motors and batteries could be replaced. But it took me a really long time, Anna, to know that change in my life was a signal that something good was about to happen. But my mind, whenever something would happen that seemed negative, my mind was not attuned to the positive. I just automatically thought thoughts of somehow something was wrong with me. It took me a long time to understand that's not what happens to me or through me, but it's important what and how I think about what happens to me. Does, does that answer your question about? Yeah, for sure. What was it? Uh, an early experience for you of, of sort of beginning to, to realize that, that, uh, that it matters how you see, see what happens to you, that it's not, and, and being to move, starting to move out of the way from the, the self-blame, I guess. Well, it took a long time, but I, I would have to say that if I really went back to the beginning, I'd have to say my time in Atlanta, Georgia, I was a member of the church where 
uh, Dr. Barbara King was the, um, uh, the minister, and she had an independent unity ministry called Hillside Chapel and Truth Center, and she taught unity, and I took a Lessons in Truth class. And it was at her church that I learned that uh, God was not a punishing God, that God loved me with an everlasting love, that God was within me. Um, I mean, that was a foreign to me because I grew up believing in a, a God that was up in the sky, that was white, that had a long white beard, and everything I did was being written down, and I could be, I could be knocked out any minute. <laughs> uh, and so that kind of thinking, that negative thinking, was always me thinking that something was wrong, that I did something wrong. And I've been able to... Um, take that thought, those ideas uh, that I learned there and move forward in my journey. Right. It's, it really makes a difference, doesn't it, when you start to have a different concept of God. Um, yes, 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 yeah. it really does. Because when I say that I've been affected by classism, I have to say that it was way back before I came into unity, I grew up very poor. And so classism has its effects on on your emotions. Um, you know, it was like the haves and the have-nots. And I was always one of the have-nots. And the thought that I didn't have because there was something wrong with me. It was a lack of consciousness. So I really, I was jealous. I was angry. I felt shame. Until I learned an affirmation that says there is no lack or limitation in the mind of God. Therefore, there can be no lack or limitation in my own individual mind. Those thoughts began to take root in me. I began to see that God loves me and God is abundant and God is not just um, pouring down. God is not, um, I'm not a puppet and God is making me one day feel good, and the next day, not feel good. Um, when I say that I've I overcome racism, I always felt an otherness, an inferiority. Before unity, before I did all the things that I've done over these 71 years, I had low self-esteem. I had anger. I had shame. I was sad all the time because somehow people didn't like me because of the color of my skin. And it took me some time listening to other black voices, listening to people overcoming, and really being inspired that I became very proud of my heritage. Uh, let me give you one example. After I got out of high school, I didn't have a clue as to what uh, was ahead of me. Uh, I thought that everybody else did, but I didn't. So I spent several years in high school working on the school newspaper, and it was a lot of fun, and I thought, wow, I want to be a journalist. And in my last year of high school, I was on that uh, newspaper for three years. In my last year of high school, I had a teacher to tell me I needed to reconsider and try something else. She said, I would not be able to go to college and be a journalism. And she gave me three reasons. She said, I had three strikes against me, and she related to the fact that I was poor, that I was black, and that I was a woman. And somewhere in my heart, I believed her. I really, <laughs> I believe that she was true, so I tried something different. And mm -hmm. I hated it. <laughs> I hated it, and I, and <laughs> I just had to, I had to start thinking, is she right? Am I going to live by what she's saying? Now, this is before unity, but I right. started growing right then, and I applied to a program, you've probably heard of it, called the Job Corps. And that's mm -hmm. part of my, that's part of my uh, uh, formation as well. And there I met a lot of people. I started seeing people who were different from me. I began to talk, and um, it was really something because in Toledo, Ohio, where I'm from, there was an article written about me. I was the first person, the first black from Toledo to go to Job Corps. And so they did a, a newspaper article on me, and I was sent to Omaha, Nebraska, to start a two-year program. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was part of my formation way before unity. And when I right. say sexism, 
when I say sexism, I don't know, am I going too fast? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> when I say sexism, I was, I felt like I was a victim. And you know, back in the day, I was born in 45. Um, back in the day, women were second-class citizens. And it seemed as if um, men were catered to, and men could do anything that they really wanted to. So I thought that I had a stamp on my forehead that said rape, that said incest, that I had to be, uh, that I had to cater to men. Um, but that took me to low self-esteem, shame, doubt. And it was really interesting through therapy, through talking with other women, I learned that I could be a victor over those circumstances, and and I began to talk with people about um, their abuse and really began to learn. Uh, you know, Jerry Jampowski says, teach what you want to learn. So I was, in a, I was coordinating a program, and I began to teach other women, young women, uh, low-income women, about um, empowerment and feeling good about themselves. So what, what really helped me overcome the effects of these uh, oppressions was therapy, unity, a new perspective about God, support groups in every way. I, I, I attended classes. I attended meetings. I went to workshops. And all of these things were there to help me know that I wasn't a throwaway know that I was important, and know that God had me on this planet for a reason. You know, uh, Joanna, when you're saying that, it's, it's um, what, what really strikes me is that, yes, all of those resources were there, and you utilized them. Yeah. What is it, what was it in you, or is it in you still, that, um, that propels you to use that? To, to get engaged in those resources? Well, I, I, I think the word that comes to my mind right now, Anna, is decision. That hmm. um, <laughs> you have to really decide that I'm not going to continue in this way. And in therapy and in women's groups and in um, unity, I learned that a lot of things that have happened to me um, were also things that helped to empower me. And I had to make a decision what I was going to do about my past. I was going to have to make a decision that I am not my past. I heard some speaker at one time say, You're, you are not your past. And so I had to make a decision that I was going to begin to look forward and not backwards and to use uh, the hurts the fears and the doubts and all those anxieties, I was going to use them for good. And so when I say that I'm a lifelong learner, I also say that I'm a work in progress. And that's what I bring. I believe I bring to unity. I don't want us to be a soul uh, spiritual that we're no earthly good, but I don't want us to be so earth, earthly that we're not spiritually good. And so I, I just believe that we're, Divinely human and humanly divine. So, talk talk some more about how that looks. What does it mean? And and I absolutely am on board with you about what you're just saying. What is what does that mean? Because I think sometimes for people that's sort of the the growth edge is how do you bring that together? Your earthly self and your spiritual self, and how does it work together? Well, you know. I, it's really hard to say because all of all of these things take time. I don't think that I uh, woke up um, and was born with these ideas. I think they took over time. It took reflecting. It took thinking. It took talking. Uh, I really do believe that transformation takes place in conversation. So I've had a lot of conversations with people. I've had to... Um, Humble myself to say that I don't know everything. I don't know how to overcome these things. Um, prayer certainly has helped me to, uh, and people have encouraged me. So 
Yes, people were helpful, especially as as I attended classes and and workshops and meetings. I learned the importance of developing a formula that would work for me. And for me, the, the, the formula is through spirituality. Why? Because spirit, God, is a source of me, of my total supply. And so I didn't put myself down here on this earth. I I really believe that there is a divine creator and that that creator knows about little Joanna down here in Taylor, Ohio, and has been leading me. One of my favorite um, uh, affirmations is, the spirit of the Lord goes before me, makes plain, easy, and successful my way. So when I say that, I'm saying that spirit goes before me. And when I arrive at a place, I'm coming as a spiritual being having a human experience. So everything that has ever happened to me, I try to use as tools, as, as um, you know, as things that will help me not only to share uh, my authentic self, but to support people. And so the, the spiritual practices that are very powerful for me is prayer, song, conversation, silence. <laughs> uh, to me, life is spiritual. I can't separate them. And, I, and so I, I read one time that St. Augustine said, People travel to wonder at the height of mountains, at the huge waves of the sea, at the long courses of rivers, at the vast compass of the ocean, at the circular motion of the stars, and they pass by themselves without wondering. I was in, um, I was in undergrad when I heard that, and I, I think that was when I started saying, wondering about who this Joanna is. Who is Joanna, and why are you here? My name means the grace of God. So if my name means grace of God, and I'm graceful, what does that mean, and how am I to share that with people? Well, I discovered something over the years of of my living, um, and I call it my star power process. Stars are very important to me. They're everywhere, and I, I developed this idea of a star that I am a survivor, and I, I am so joyful about that, a survivor. Now, some people in unity don't like to use that word, but mm-hmm. I'm a survivor, so, and I'm a thriver. That's the T in star. Not just surviving, but I'm thriving. And then the A stands for arriving. I arrive at certain places, and I'm to be present with whatever is going on, with who I, my total self, with the Spirit of God in me. And then R is reviving. Reviving to me is being willing to, be, to transform, to be a transformer. So I developed this process, and I looked at all the points of the star, and I looked at um, how important it is for me to be Joanna. So I listened in various prayer times. I listened. And so my formula, whenever I'm going through anything, I think of the star. And the point one, surrender. Surrender to spirit. That's a source of all good. Surrender. Now, when I get on my high horse, when I start getting angry and frustrated with the politics of the day or whatever, I have to surrender. And remember that of my own self, I can do nothing. And then point two, silence. Oh, I love the silence and unity and uh I went to an under, a Catholic undergrad, and so and Methodist church all taught me about being silent. And um, can I say that in ministerial school, we went to a monastery, and 
there was Benedictine, and they had a motto that said, don't speak unless you can improve the silence. (laughs) (laughs) That grabbed me. Oh, my God, because I was always talking. You know, you can tell I'm a a talker. I'm a a verbal processor. (laughs) But anyway, don't. Don't speak unless you can improve the silence. So I had to go through a lot of periods of silence. And um, as a, a a former prayer prayer associate at Unity Village, <laughs> Silent Unity, I learned a lot about silence and the importance of being prayerful and listening, listening, not trying to put myself uh, into the, the picture, but listening. And then the the third one is sound, sound, spoken word, speaking success. I had to learn how to change my speaking. Oh, my God, I used to just say anything because I didn't know that thoughts held in mind produced after that time and words have power. I didn't know that until I came into the unity way of, of living. Uh, that words have power. And so I learned a lot about affirmations. I started speaking words of success. And I've been transformed by my words. The fourth point of the star is your story. I had to become very aware that my story was, was a good story, a story of overcoming. And so I believe that my story is also my song, and we live our life, uh, we live our song. And so our story, I just see our story as a metaphor. Our song is a metaphor for living our life to the fullest. So I think that we each have a song, and we just simply have to sing it, whatever it is, whatever the melody and then the last one, I, do we have time for me to say the last one? Mm-hmm. The last point The last point is service. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I feel like I'm, it's all me, I have to go out and start do something for somebody else. I have to maybe pick up the phone and call somebody. I have to think about somebody and pray for them. Um, because... Service is our rent, the rent that we pay for being in this in this world. Uh, I think that was um, Marion Wright Edelman who said that. She said, service is the rent we pay to be living. It is a very purpose of life and not something you do in your spare time. So I try to give myself away. Um, And I don't mean that in a physical way. I mean, I just give whatever talents I have that God has given me. Um, What I do with the gifts that God gives me is my service to humanity, service to myself. And um, I heard once, we're the ones we've been waiting for. Mm -hmm. I was waiting a long time for Joanna. And now she's here. And Mm -hmm. I get to... (laughs) <laughs> I get to do a lot of things. Uh, I'm retired now. I call it right, Hold on. It's, it's time for our break. It's for a okay. break. But when we come okay. back, we'll have our Serenity Minute. But then we do want to hear what you get to do. And I know you. I know that you are doing a lot of interesting <laughs> and exciting things. So Thank um, thanks for sharing with us. My, our topic today is Let It Shine. And you can feel that already coming out of Joanna here. And my guest is Reverend Joanna Gabriel, and uh, who's a retired Unity minister, uh, a hospital and hospice chaplain, an amazing singer and songwriter, and definitely an overcomer. And she's been sharing with us her star power process that she uses for spiritual practice to um, to continue her overcomings and her spiritual growth. So uh, here on Spirit of Recovery, stay with us. We'll be right back in just a moment and continue to talk about Let It Shine. you like 
like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus and her guest. If you have a question or comment or experience with today's topic that you'd like to share, call us now at 888-55-UNITY. That's 888-558-6489. Call now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. If you're just joining us, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host. And our topic today is Let It Shine. My guest is Reverend Joanna Gabriel, um, and she is a, a retired unity minister, a hospital and hospice chaplain, a powerful singer and songwriter, and happier and emotionally healthier at age 71 than she's ever been. And she's sharing with us today her amazing process of overcoming classism, racism, sexism, uh, physical challenges of, of cancer, mental health challenges, relationship challenges, and this process that she has developed herself, a wonderful spiritual process called her star power process, and uh, she's sharing that with us. Before I get back to my conversation with Joanna, I'd invite you to take a moment to uh, join me in the Serenity Minute. It's a moment to take a brief time to relax, to uh, open up to that presence of our higher power, as we understand it, each of us has a different uh, particular way of understanding our higher power, um, and the basis of our everybody's higher power is love. So I invite you to relax, to feel that peaceful presence of your higher power, to uh, feel yourself relaxed from the crown of your head, allowing relaxation to move through your face and neck and shoulders and arms and hands, and allow relaxation to move through the trunk of your body, through your legs and feet. Notice your heart. Let your heart open. Be aware of your breath. Let your breath help you to let go and let God. And share with me this constructive idea. My higher power goes before me and makes loving and easy and prosperous my way. My higher power goes before me and makes loving and easy and prosperous my way. And now we'll take just a moment in the quiet. Thank you, friends, for joining me in the Serenity Minute, and I trust that that was a brief moment for you to relax, to open up, and feel that love, feel that power and that presence, that joy and abundance that is your higher power. And so now I'm back to my conversation with Joanna Gabriel, 
And uh, again, she's sharing with us about her overcomings. So uh, before the break, Joanna, you were uh, telling us that, uh, that, you know, your spiritual growth in your life has really brought you so many opportunities. And there are lots of things that you're engaged in. I know you uh, are retired, but I think ministers don't ever really retire. We, and as you said, we're, we're, we're called to service. So what are, you, what, what are you doing? What are you up to? <laughs> well, right now I'm right now I'm uh, recovering from two uh, knee replacement surgeries. Uh, but what? But since I'm retired, I've been speaking at several different places around here in Toledo, Ohio. There's a Unity Church here that's uh, um, ministered by a wonderful woman, and there's a, a New Thought Church uh, called Angels Landing uh, that um, has asked me to speak a lot. I, I speak there at least a month, a month. And um, then there's another group called Inspirational Gatherings that has me come there from time to time and teach uh, Unity classes. And that's been a lot of fun. I've been retired now for two years, and I, they've all they've all kept me busy. And um, of course, the social media takes up a lot of my time. I like to um, post positive messages. As a matter of fact, when I was dealing with cancer, um, I was feeling really sorry for myself, and it was, it was in two thousand six. And someone told me about Facebook. Well, I got on Facebook, and do you know that was part of my healing? Because I started reaching out and reading other people's posts. I started posting positive messages. And it took me outside of my room, outside of the hospital room, outside of um, the radiation room. It took me outside of myself so that I could not delve into error thinking, but realize that there was more to life than just my experience. And it was the same way with with my marriages, uh, mental health. It's all about making a decision to reach outside of that and knowing that that's not going to take you out. So I just live my life sharing. I belong to the multi-faith um, a group that has a lot of interfaith things because I did a lot of interfaith work in, in Florida. And in Florida, uh, one of my colleagues, Reverend Dr. Lori Cardona, and I co-founded a peace ministry called Global Harmony. And Global Harmony is, oh, wow. What can I say? It's it's really there to help us know and understand that there is a way that we can experience peace in the midst of challenges. So we we use global harmony to enlighten, educate, and dialogue on what it takes to live in global harmony. So our vision and our heart's desire is to bring spirituality into active expression and to build interfaith, intercultural bridges to peace through the production of workshops, film screenings, talk shows, and conferences. We did a wonderful conference back in 2012 where we premiered the presentation of the, the movie Globalized Soul. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Cynthia Lucas um, and Kel Kearns, but they have a wonderful ministry of doing films. And right now they're working on one with around Gandhi. But the Globalized Soul was this wonderful um, collaboration, and there were a lot of people from from the um, world, what is that called, World Council on um, Religions. And oh, our no religions. Well, yes, that that was all in there. And our uh, director, executive director at the time, James Trapp, was one of the speakers in that. So we mm. brought that to Florida, and we had a conference around it, and we brought Cynthia there, and we had a women's a women's panel. Uh, it was it was just a wonderful thing. We had it during uh, Women's History Month. Anyway. So we, we've done things like that, and we've got a blog talk um, radio. When I moved from uh, Florida back to Toledo, <laughs> Lori calls hers 
Global Harmony South, and I call mine Global Harmony North, we still do the radio show. We still talk. How can people uh, find that? How can people find your radio program? They can go to Blogs Talk Radio. They can go to Global Harmony Facebook page. Okay. And we have a Facebook page. There's archived shows on it, and they can go there. Great. So just go to and Facebook next- and search for Global Harmony, and they'll find it? Right. And next, on the 17th of, Mar- of uh, May, we're going to have our May show. And it's always at, I think it's 12, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. But but if they they can go on Global Harmony page and they'll find it. Great. So what kind of topics do you have on your radio program? On your all Global Harmony of, program. <laughs> all kinds of topics. Mostly we've we've interviewed um, uh, peace peace warriors. We've interviewed women. We've interviewed men. We, we, and we've talked about um, how to how to how do you maintain a sense of peace when there's uh, the, the the wars, rumors of wars are going on. Well, you use the, the principles, the spiritual principles of prayer, meditation, talking with people, and not giving in to fear. Yes, we're going to have some fear, but don't give in to it. And begin to uh, share and have conversations with people. Like I said, we believe that, that transformation takes place in conversation. So... Conversations, dialogue, talking, learning about other religions. When we had our conferences, we had people of all different faiths to come and speak to us, and and we learned about all of them. And uh, Lori is a interfaith minister. She's got the LMC interfaith ministry there in in South Florida. And I'm a unity minister, but we collaborated together on our unity peace peace day. And at the church that I was serving, we um, had one of the peace poles, and we did a little ceremony. He came, and and I had uh, Baha'i choir come and and share with us, and it was just wonderful. It, it sounds wonderful. great. Yeah, you know what I'm thinking is is as you know you shared with us earlier, Joanna, about. your personal overcomings and your personal spiritual development. And now, you know, also, of course, you're working with this global harmony. I've been thinking about that a lot, uh, especially the last year, about how is it that we bridge from our personal healing, uh, you know, which for many of us has been really intense and just as, as you have described. And it's ongoing, of course, but you know, it's better than it used to be. That's how I, I see my life anyway. Whew, it's not, you know. <laughs> and so how do we how do we take that into uh, the larger picture? Because I think, you know, we weren't doing all this personal stuff just so we could feel better, although that's good and we need that. It's somehow part of the bigger picture, right, to carry it right. into the global world. So how do you see that? How do you do that? Right. Make that bridge. Well, my- well, my fifth point of the star is service and, and willing to give whatever you have. And uh, as we pray, see, I don't believe that I can separate my spiritual life from my human life. I, to me, life is spiritual. And so um, if I'm going to give service, I'm going to give my total self, my flaws, everything about me, my mistakes, my past, it's all a part of who I am. And so... As I'm praying, I'm going to say, God, direct me to where I need to be. What is mine to do? How can I be a part of the healing of humanity? How can, what is it that I need to do today? Um, you know, when, you, when you're thinking about the world, there's so many different things to think about. I mean, there's so I mean, you can get caught up in the political scene. You can get caught up in all different kinds of things. You know what I'm trying to say. Sure. But we can't do, we can't, not one person can do it all. And so we have to encourage everybody to be engaged and to encourage everyone. And I see myself as an enthusiastic encourager as I share my ministry. I bring um, points from scripture, points from unity principles that are helping us to get up to take to take down our hearts and let go and let God and what is God saying for me to do, Joanna? 
And I can't always do what somebody else is doing. I think that's been a problem. Sometimes we we don't stay in our own lane. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I'm not I'm not the one that's going to go out. I may not be marching. I used to march a lot, but mm-hmm. you're not going to see me out there marching right now. But you will see me posting positive messages. You will see me and um, hear me talk to people on the phone, being at the grocery store, talking to people about life. And when I see somebody, some young person doing something, and we used to be able to, grown-ups used to be able to snatch us up and tell us when we're doing something wrong. We can't do that now. But I can go to a young person and tell them, you know, there's a better way. There's mm-hmm. a, a, mother, a mother who's screaming at her child, there's a better way. You know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so I think I think praying, We, um, this Charles Fillmore said, Go to God first. Go to humanity as God directs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, like you're taking your wholeness that you've uh, developed in yourself over the years and, and the whole of you, and you take it out there and make connections with people. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Uh, most definitely. And I think I don't really understand how it happens. I mean, what put it in your mind to call me and have me on this show? Don't you think that's spirit? Absolutely, it's spirit. Right, Mm -hmm. right. So I believe that this life is spiritual, and you and I are connected by a spiritual bond, and God just directs us to what we need to do. Do we make mistakes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we say things that we shouldn't say? I did back in November. Oh, my God, I was throwing shade. But now, as I've grown and I've healed some of that anger and frustration, I'm, I'm going back to that scripture that says all things are working together for good. Mm-hmm. I spent a whole year with that. With each of those words, I had to take all. That means everybody, everything, things, things and situations and circumstances are working together for my good, for the highest good of all concern. And I may not like it, but I cannot start slinging, you know, shade at people and screaming and hollering. I, I You know, we learned that a long time ago. Silence. There was not to say anything. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm learning how to use the wisdom that God has given me to say what needs to be said. And I'm I'm praying on that right now. Uh, I feel like it's important to say things around the, the whole political scene. But there's mm-hmm. a way to say it. There's a way to say it. And I haven't really gotten there yet. But I'm open and receptive to God showing me what is mine to do during this time. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Absolutely it does. You bet it does. Right. Yeah. For for this we have come. I believe yes. that. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. And I, I'm telling you, there is a, oh, I'd love to share. I wonder if there's a time to share this with you. Heart print mm-hmm. around service. This is what I, I, I take this with me. It's a poem. I don't know, even know who wrote it. It says, whatever our hands touch. We leave fingerprints on walls, on furniture, on doorknobs, dishes, books. There's no escape. As we touch, we leave our identity. God, wherever I go today, help me leave heart prints. Heart prints of compassion, of understanding and love. Heart prints of kindness and genuine concern. May my heart touch a lonely neighbor or a runaway daughter or an anxious mother or perhaps an aged grandfather, send me out today to leave heart prints. That's what I'm about. That's what I want to be about. Well, yeah, and I, I, it certainly comes across. It sure does. And you do it. You absolutely <laughs> do it. Yes. I'm going to ask you something real quick here at the end. We've just got a couple minutes. But okay. I know that music is big, a big part of your life, and um, it's been a long it's been a long time. But I I remember oh. that you know hearing you sing, is music still part of your life? Oh yes, um, I sing a lot. 
um, to myself. I'm not in a choir right now, and I'm, I don't. Whenever I preach, I always sing. But um, <laughs> but let me share uh, this song with you. All right. Um, oh, I don't know if it's, I'm going to be able to do it. I mean, just sing it. Yeah, a just song sing that it. I wrote. <laughs> Survivors, we are survivors. Coming from the east and the west, we're overcoming, overcoming, getting back, getting over. We come through. So if you're in the midst of hurting, and life seems to get you down, go ahead and make up your mind. You ought to be free now. Break. Those binding chains, yes, survivor, and it just goes on like that. <laughs> That's incredible! Oh, you're giving me God bless. Uh, yeah, thank you. yeah. Thank you so much. You're Thanks welcome. For that. Wow, <laughs> our time is up. Um, oh, thank you, Joanna. My guest, Reverend Joanna Gabriel. Go look at the Facebook page for Global Harmony, and you'll find uh, about that ministry. You can listen to the blog spot, blog talks, uh, Global Harmony, and you can learn more about uh, Joanna and yeah. her bright light and see and feel all that and get those heart prints. So, right. uh, Joanna, it's been a real treat. Thanks for being my guest. Thanks for You're who you welcome. are. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. Yeah. All right. And listeners, thank you for being with us today. I know you've been touched. I know you got some heart prints uh, today. <laughs> be blessed and have a wonderful week. And we'll be back next week on Spirit of Recovery. God bless. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Recovery with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., and her guests. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time for down-to-earth ideas about keeping spirituality at the heart of your recovery. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at soulmatters-spiritworks.org. Experience the peace and joy promised by A Course in Miracles? Or are you still struggling to truly live your beliefs from moment to moment? Let Reverend Jennifer Hadley help you focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application by walking your talk. Experience the healing live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central on A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. The philosopher Plato said, The unexamined life is not worth living. In a world where it is paramount that we earn a living and provide for those who depend upon us, there seems to be little or no time for self-evaluation. Survival receives all our attention. Yet, when you pause and take a look at the little things in your daily experience, a richer you will be discovered. In knowing yourself, you develop a better understanding of others. In unity, we support the spiritual idea of knowing thyself. It's how we can all bring a healing, compassionate attitude to an ever-changing world. This message has been brought to you by the Association of Unity Churches International. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. 
joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit. Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.